1: For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right. The OG hair removal. Nair saves me so much time. And the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. You like to watch new stuff, right? Two Teas in a Pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Two Teas in a Pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. How's it going, Tam? It's going good. Everything good. A little tired today, but other than that, um, all's good in the hood. All's good in the hood well, i I did a little q and a right before um, we got on the pod. and I, people are pretty revved up about the reunions last night, both of them
2: mm-hmm.
1: like there is it's good this is gonna be a hard these are gonna be hard reunions for both of us to cover because oh, there's a lot of people acting up. A lot. Yeah. A lot. Are you saying people aren't going to like what we have to say? Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm saying people might not like what we have to say, but also like some of the people that we love weren't the best. Weren't the best. It wasn't their best selves. No. no. Um, but before we get into that, let's do a couple little housewife headlines. We They dropped the Potomac reunion seating chart. Mm-hmm. We've got Andy in the middle. Then on each side of Andy, we have Mia and Karen, which means they must really get into it by the end of the season.
2: I was actually shocked to see Mia next to Andy, but Mia's been great this season.
1: Well, it's when you see who's after Mia, it kind of makes sense. Candace, Wendy and Ashley, like they haven't done anything. So Mia so is you like
2: truly, the- So you truly believe it goes from who does best to who does worst and on the couch. I mean that's a how million percent. That's how I've always thought.
1: A million percent, or Maybe does it go seniority? Does, but I don't know. It's weird because sometimes I'm like, why is she on the end? If it was seniority, then it the, this is completely flawed. But I mean, I guess. But but when I look at the rest of the couch, I'm wondered why. I wonder why Mia isn't on the right side of or is that considered right or left but on the other I thought she would be where Karen is and then Karen would be where she is by when you look who Well else is that just couch.
2: shows that shit changes alliances are going to change probably or something Or maybe Karen has out. a
1: good side and she likes to be on that side maybe I don't know
2: I don't do you have a good
1: side No both sides are shitty
2: <laughs> I don't people like <laughs> but I you know what I know what's happening I actually text my doctor today my, this eye, my left eye, I thought it was because I got Botox. Maybe it got hit in the wrong place, but my eyelids drooping. Lift your head up. Oh, it is just a little bit. It's I wouldn't drooping. have
1: noticed it if you didn't say no, it ma- gets
2: in the morning time. It's really bad. And then I'm like, I, I worry about my allergies and stuff. I'm like, is there fluid built up or something? Because my allergies have been so bad lately. Is that causing it to be just puffy? So I just text a picture of my eyes just from here, like this, my doctor. I'm like, what's going on? What's it going on? It could have been
1: from the Botox. It could have just made it a little sleepier.
2: Well, you know how our eyes don't match? Well, mind yeah. This this left eye, the eyelid has always been a little puffier and a little saggier than the right eye. And you know, when I had my lower face lift, I didn't have like an, you know, the forehead lifted. Yeah. So I mean. Natural aging, even with Botox, like your brows start to drop. And now I'm thinking, do I need a brow lift? So I asked him about it and he said, this is Dr. Moulds in Newport beach. And he goes, it's super easy. There's, it's not like it used to be. There's no cutting of the skin. They actually go in through your uh, top of your head and they pull the muscles up.
1: Yeah. But I and- mean, I bet that would be a lot easier than lower. Oh yeah. Cause, cause it doesn't sure. really change. What, like if you're just doing this. Yeah.
0: That yeah. doesn't seem like it just a lot. kind of
1: pulls the muscles up and that's it but what so, if you have scare? you know the people that do it and then it's too tight and they've got that like scared, jump look scared. <laughs> hey speaking of freaking jump scares um did you happen to just be scrolling instagram and think that you're looking at a vagina, vagina but it's a, a freaking esophagus yes
2: <laughs> way to go sutton yep sutton post a photo of her esophagus ahead of part one of the reunion um And it says, meet my esophagus. It's behind my tonsils. (laughs) Doc says she's all clear.
1: Um, And then she wrote, she wanted to weigh in, but I'm confused because the doc saying she's all clear. Does that mean she doesn't have an esophageal issue anymore?
2: Well, she could have a small esophagus. My mom has a small esophagus and I think she's had it stretched before.
1: Well, should we take photos of our esophaguses and see how they look compared to speaking? You have a picture of your I'd esophagus. I'd have to find it. Yeah,
2: because um, yeah, at a certain age you start getting scoped. So you have like you know scope down your throat, scope up your butt. Like, do all can you see my there.
1: esophagus right now? How she look? I
2: see nothing. <laughs> nothing.
1: Um. Yeah. And then this next one. Woo! We knew that Camille was going to weigh in. We I didn't know if it was going to happen on on Twitter or if it was going to happen on Instagram, but this is from Pappy of Pop. Camille drags Dorit I don't under this is something that he wrote I don't understand why Dorit is going in on Kyle except for the fact that DK hasn't had a storyline since her first two seasons then she writes she's been milking her PTSD storyline for two seasons, and it's boring. I survived an awful public divorce, cancer, my house destroyed by the largest fire in Malibu's history, and my mom dying of cancer. And all I get from watching her is PTSD from two years ago. I'm not diminishing what she went through. It was awful, but come on now. She's not lying. She's not lying. She's I She's mean, not I- lying. She's not
2: lying. Um, I mean... Not every housewife has something major going on in their life every single year. Like some years you have a lot going on, sometimes you don't. And you know, that doesn't mean you're not a good housewife. Dorit did have some good confessionals this season, for sure. Somebody right, was-
1: but did she have any good friendships? What I started thinking yeah. when I was watching this there's a big reunion, disconnect. I-, I was looking around, I'm like, who at this point, who's Dorit's friend? Anna Marie? I know. I don't know. Like she is now alienated herself from now, not only that entire other side of the couch, but now Kyle. And mm-hmm. I think when push comes to shove, if it was between, just this is me guessing, but if it was between Dorit and Kyle, who Erica is gonna be close with, I think Erica and Kyle have a longer, more trusting relationship when you go back to just watching past seasons. Yeah, even this
2: season, it seemed like it as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they have their own issues from BravoCon before and then goes on and on and on.
0: Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com.
2: Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass
1: by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, DashPass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for DashPass today, only on DoorDash, and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member subject to change. Terms apply. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time.
2: Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump.
1: Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan.
2: And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise.
1: The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long.
2: So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu.
1: Should we talk a little bit about the Leah McSweeney of it all? Um,
2: Yes, I would love to talk about that because it's it's just infuriating.
1: So I'll I'll read it and then you can kind of give your point of view and I'll give mine. So. Um, Andy Cohen is being sued by former Real Housewives of New York City star Leah McSweeney. The civil lawsuit filed Tuesday in the Southern District of New York names Cohen, Bravo Media, NBC Universal, Warner Brothers, Discovery Production Company, Shed Media, U.S. Producers John Paparazzo and Lisa Shannon and Darren Ward. Within the 109, 109 page complaint obtained by People, McSweeney claims that defendants established a rotted workplace culture where employees were pressured to consume alcohol. She also alleges that defendants failed to maintain a safe working environment continues on um including her including alcohol use disorder and mental health disorders mcsweeney added that she disclosed she had been nine years sober um by the time she's filming the show i mean this is long long and long um stuff we'd already seen by watching that the reckoning documentary type thing um but then she wrote later in the complaint mcsweeney goes on to claim that cohen engages in cocaine use with housewives and other bravo liberties that he employs and has a proclivity for cocaine usage with his employees Cohen intends to provide housewives with whom he uses cocaine with more favorable treatment and edits she claimed um so that's from people magazine there obviously there's a hundred and nine page document yeah i just feel like all of this is
2: gross. It is gross. And I feel like we're going to see more of these stories come out with, you know, Bethany coming forward with this reckoning. And um, I will Even tell Kathy you Kathy Griffin. I know Did you
1: see Kathy Griffin. She was on page six yesterday. Well,
2: that's something I think she had said a long time ago. Um, the thing is, it's like as a longing longest running housewife out there and somebody that has a very close relationship with Andy. I have never seen him do drugs. He has never offered me to do drugs. We never talked about doing drugs. He is the sweetest, kindest man and cares about every one of us. Every one of us. If she was worried about her sobriety and that was important to her and she knew she was getting on a show where there was drinking and whatever, that's a choice that she made. Nobody forces you to drink alcohol. Yeah, and, and nobody can afford force an adult to do alcohol. Is and if alcohol she's around? newly
1: yeah. into her sobriety, and she knew she would be triggered by other people drinking alcohol, then
2: she should have chose her her mental health and sobriety, and not fame.
1: Yeah, and I think that, and and then done it multiple times because well,
2: There's plenty of housewives that are sober and continue to work on this show, on all these shows.
1: Yeah, Candy, so- Margaret, Phaedra, etc.
2: But I can't handle people that can't take responsibility and accountability for their own actions. Like
1: if you it's no one's saying the way that they're making it salacious, like you're being fed, you're being forced, you're being like none of that ever happens. Why
2: would Leah do a second season of New York and Ultimate Girls Trip if she was, um, you know,
1: treated so horribly? And one could say, oh, because she wanted to make more money. But if you are saying that this is a not safe work environment. Yeah. And don't go into it. Then that that's on you. Then that really is on you. And I, and I, I mean, I, I, I've been fired from this company and I'm sitting here saying I absolutely never felt like I was pressured to drink go out of control partying, be treated poorly. Anytime I ever said I need to leave, I'm tired, I don't even when I was pregnant. Now my biggest concern and worry
2: with this is people are going to start jumping on that bandwagon against poor Andy and it's just not fair.
1: Well, I think, you know, it 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 ties off of what's just kind of been a snowball effect of once you're no longer on a show, you're upset that you're not on the show. And it's not just Leah. We've seen other people who like, I'm not even going to mention, but who have started saying things that kind of seem outrageous. And truthfully what Andy does on his personal time is his personal time. I can assure you he has never been the type that would ever want to do something with another housewife he knows we're all crazy he's smarter
2: than that he is is smarter than that like nobody's saying that that's why he's so successful because he's smarter than that yeah he knows
1: even the ones he and by them saying even the ones he's close with like I, he's never off like i'm i'm close with a lot of people that he's very close with and he's never offered any of them cocaine
2: no no it's It's never never even heard those words come out of his mouth
1: and now they're posting stuff of, like, pictures of us all looking wild at his baby shower. Not, I didn't see one person doing cocaine there. Not either. one person. Not even in the bathrooms. Nobody doing cocaine. Nope. Yeah. I saw a couple of people smoking cigarettes in the back. Not yeah. Andy, though. No. It's just... It's just bananas. But
2: anyways, we we stand with you, Andy. and We're sorry that this is happening. It
1: seems very hypocritical from the people that are, you know saying these things ah, well anyways let's get into real housewives of beverly hills um before they start andy jokingly goes and and tells kyle that mo is joining them today he loves doing that and she's like Shut the fuck but like she you could tell she believed him for a 2nd mm-hmm um oh you could tell she was shocked yeah um then dorit tells Erica that Kyle sent her a manipulative and calculated text trying to silence her. Um, You can, I feel like I could see in this moment, Erica felt torn on both ways. Like she's like, yeah, "Yeah, the timing's probably not ideal of this text. Well, that's the thing. And I wanted
2: to, I wanted to talk about that. Um, After watching the reunion, it, I did understand Jerit where she is coming from a little bit better where I didn't know that they were, didn't have any communication for months and were not texting or anything. And to get that text message right before the reunion, I probably, if I had a cast member that I was not speaking to, had not was not texting, had not had a text in months, and to get that the day before the reunion, um, I would probably think like, why are you doing this?
1: But I think that there's a difference. Timing is everything. Right, but I think there's a difference between saying... I got a text message, and it made me feel like it was manipulative. And then you can take it for what it was, and you maybe you even paraphrase what it's saying. But it's a completely different, I think, breach of friendship. If you're truly trying to recover any type of friendship, to share exactly what was said. Well, did was it Erica that read it? She held up her phone and like Erica this, read it. so she they didn't even read to it. it. They panned to like everything that was said. Erica read a line from it and then their screenshot shown at the reunion. But as Erica walks away, she goes, I hate,
2: I hate all of this. Yeah. I mean, it's all dirty and messy and it's about a very sensitive subject, but I see more of Dorit's side now after watching the reunion. Like I th- I thought that she just took the text and put it all over social media. I didn't know that it was her having a conversation with Erica And Erica read the text message. Um, Yeah, I mean, but it's still kind of shitty because it was a sensitive text message, but the timing was really bad.
1: I think the timing wasn't great, but I also think, and you know this too, when, when you're done filming Housewives and you have that break between when you're filming and when the reunion starts, you kind of, especially, and I'm not, I know I'm gonna get heat for this, but because Kyle is one of my good friends, When you are going through a hard time, you retreat and you just don't want to deal with any of it. And then all of a sudden here, here comes the reunion and you're like, shit, there's all this stuff everywhere. And I don't, I'm already in a bad place, like not in the best place. I don't want to now go fight with one of the people. That I has yeah, has but that been... that's
2: that's what you signed up for. So that that happens. I, I, it, the timing was horrible. Like if she would have sent this text like a month ago, it would have been it would have landed differently. I believe.
1: Yeah, but then also, if Dorit's the one going after Kyle in every single confessional this entire season, she's going after her on every single trip. Like Dorit, what should have been the one reaching out to Kyle prior if Dorit really believes that she has a close friendship but even at this reunion when when that you see the two of them start to go head to head about their friendship Dorit's only comeback is PK and Mo are are close like what does that have to do with anything Eddie and Edwin could be best friends it doesn't mean that me and you are close
2: yeah I I don't know I mean I think that we've all been guilty of releasing text messages this one was A little bit more sensitive, but I they they fought back and forth in the press as well. Like one would say one thing, and then one would go and watch what happens live. You know how that gets? It blows up, and before you know it, you don't even remember who started it or how it how it got to this point.
1: So yeah, I mean, I think I think also something I was pretty upset about with Dorit was that one piece of hair glued to the front of her (laughs) forehead, and I wanted to lick my finger and wipe it off. Like I kept thinking my screen was like there was a problem. Like I was like, why, why, why does that need to be there? I know. But do you think
2: that Kyle downplayed her friendship with um, Dorit?
1: I think it, I I'm, I'm trying to think of a comparison that you may have had, but like, I think there are friends that you are friends with on a television show. When you're filming a show, there are friends that you're friends with when you're filming out of convenience. And that is the person that you are closest with while filming. But if when filming stops, you don't speak to that person and you don't spend time together, you understand that that's a different type of friendship. Yeah. You see sure. what I'm saying? Like, so that's why- So I've they were co- show friends. They were show friends that I think for a small brief ap- amount of time, you know, they went on one family trip together and they had that, but like, well, I don't- There's some talk on, uh, around Instagram on the gram. Yeah.
2: The Jarit and Mo might've had an affair.
1: I don't think that happened. I don't I know they showed that like kiss thing where Dorit kisses his back. I I really don't think that happened. Um, I think it really just. And I, I even hate saying this, I just think that Dorit can be very wrapped up in Dorit. And when filming stops, she doesn't try to maintain relationships with anybody. Like she'll, she'll respond to a text or whatever, but like her saying, she, you know, I, I would have wanted to go on walks with you or I wanted to go to lunch with you. And Kyle going, I want you to name how many times we've gone to lunch off camera. She couldn't.
2: Yeah. She lives in her bubble, but you know what? I live in my bubble too, when it comes to going out and doing all that stuff. Like I go out the most during filming. And then after that, you rarely see me go out.
1: Right. But is there someone that you continue a relationship with when filming stops? Yeah. But even like, you know, I
2: would be close to Shannon. I have been close to Shannon for years, even off camera. I'm not like a lady that lunches, you know, I'm not like, Oh, Hey, you want to go to lunch today? And I'm not, I actually want to be better at that, but I just have my routine. I get up podcast, go to the gym or vice versa, you know, do things around the house and make dinner. And I'm in bed, like,
1: the crazy it's thing about life. most housewives is most housewives are introverts, natural introverts. Like mm-hmm. they need their time alone. Uh-huh, um, I am. but I think that's where things just kept getting misconstrued because you say like, we're, we're these close tight friends, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, I think, I think Kyle made some points. Like if, if you are these things, if you are wanting to, build this relationship with me. These are the following things that you did this year. And that was on purpose. And Dorit knew what she was doing. And that's fine. If, if you're going to claim that this person isn't a close friend, but to go on to watch what happens live and to say, I feel like my relationship with Kyle has gotten strained and distant because of Morgan. She's going to kill me for saying this or what she said about Kathy like that when they were at Bravo con and who's your favorite sister. And she didn't name Kyle. Like those are types of things that like, you don't just let go. Do you feel like Kyle's been distant from you from the past year? No, I think our friendship has definitely, there's always like a shift in every friendship, but no, I mean, I saw yesterday morning, we went to hot yoga today. We're going to Pelicure at lunch. Like we still make efforts to see each other. Are we going out and getting drunk and doing the splits? No. Um, your friendship changes when, you know, like when your life changes, like we don't need that the same way that when you and I aren't doing the pod, we could hang out and just go for a workout or do whatever. Like it doesn't have to just be that. And that's what I think a true friendship is one that can pivot.
2: Uh-huh.
1: So, I mean, no, I mean, I'm still in my group text with Kyle. Like we see each other all the time. There's no Fox force five. Group Fox text force, anymore. no, no. no. I'm on a group text with Lisa Renna and Erica. Oh, that's good one. Um, but Lisa no.
2: Renna reached out to me the other day.
1: I love Lisa Renna.
2: She told me that uh, our nighttime gummies have changed her life, and I'm like, oh my god, that is so sweet.
1: Oh well, you got to send her more.
2: I, we do, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then, and then I sent her some of the um, uh, Happy Place seltzers. Awesome, oh, she's, those about, are good she's too. sweet.
1: Yeah. But moving on from Kyle because I know I'm going to get dragged for just even having Do you
2: ever disagree with anything Kyle
1: says or does yeah of course but I also think that there's a difference between disagreeing I'm not filming name them name them name Name them um I think I think if I name them I think that there's a part of Kyle, the season where you can tell that she's struggling and she's not a hundred percent comfortable with whatever's going on, on like, but also you have to keep in mind, this is, this is the problem. I have so much love for her and care about her so much that if I had a marriage that was 30 years long and it was crumbling on a television show, I don't imagine I would be myself either. Or if my best friend had committed suicide, like these are big things. It's not like some of the other storylines that we're seeing. Would you get
2: off Housewives if you had a 30-year marriage that was crumbling? <sighs> because I know I've seen in, like, her say, like,
1: doing this on TV has made it harder. and Yeah, I mean, I think it's harder. And I, I, I haven't talked to her about this, but I we don't know what we're going to see on Mo's show.
2: Yeah, well, she doesn't need the money.
1: No, I, I think... I think it really just depends. I think it is also harder when you don't feel like you have a connection with somebody really closely when you're filming that show, whether it was me or LVP or whomever it may have been that you have those relationships with.
2: Yeah. Well, I would imagine their life is pretty busy and they don't have time for each other. He's doing a show. She's doing a show. She's doing other projects. He has his uh, agency. So I could imagine they spend too much time together.
1: Yeah, I think i don't know who knows but it continues on we're moving on to more dorit stuff not involving kyle um dorit says uh it hurt her to hear that garcelle doesn't trust her garcelle says it hurt to see her friends laugh about her son being cussed at garcelle thinks dorit is an unconscious karen using the word attack garcelle says dorit knows the meaning of attack after being held at gunpoint you were robbed you were held at gunpoint you were attacked you know the difference you lived strangers in your house with guns and your children in the bedrooms but yet you say to me that i was attacked and you know what attack is andy says listen two things can be true i think one thing that i've learned it is really important to kind of listen and say less at times dreet asks garcelle if garcelle likes her garcelle gives an honest answer she says sometimes um, Darit asks, Garcelle wants to work through this French to have a friendship with Garcelle. She says, I'm not sure. Um, I think Garcelle's really saying like, um, I guess we'll see if you're back next season. I'll yeah. have no, to work I, on I having under, a friendship with you.
2: I understand both sides when it comes to Dorit and Garcelle. I know that in general, in life, people use the word attack. You attacked me. I I, I got accused recently. You attacked me. And I'm like, attacked you. What are you talking about? Like a tax, a very, very big statement.
1: I think that statement is used very often in the world of housewives, especially. Yes. But the in point situation, that needs to be made, right. it is a microaggression. And at this point in the amount of years that we have all been educated on this, learn from it.
2: Well, Tariq didn't learn from it because then she went on to talk about the child bride stuff. So so when Crystal said it's different, Dorit, when you talk about child bride, it sounds like I'm a male order bride. And then um, I'm like, oh, my God, you're right. You're so right. I, I think. And then
1: Garcelle's like, see, see what I mean? I, I I think that the problem with Dorit this season is she really is. Her, everything about her that has been interesting this season has been in a confessional. And then when she's in scene, she's so worried about what she's going to say next, which wasn't how she was originally on the show, but -uh. she's so worried about what she's going to say next that she's not listening and learning. And so she's saying offensive things. And then when she is told that it's inappropriate, she then doubles down. Like even posting that, I sent that to you right when it happened, when she posted that picture about, happily not not the one with her and the kids in the bubble the other one where she's in the glam outfit and just me in my bubble i know that was cringe that was so and then she but even when she's been called out on it at the reunion like i get it we all are gonna make stupid mistakes and we're gonna say offensive things but then to double down and then to triple down at the reunion like she still didn't take it i know she does live in a bubble for sure i don't think that she's she's
2: got hatred in her heart or she's saying these things you know to garcelle and sutton she just doesn't she doesn't think i mean for the only person on that stage that's educated she doesn't I, say the brightest things well also even just saying that i know so Anne marie anna marie i know and she actually had to explain because it spelled Anne marie
1: i know i know
2: so so whatever ann marie did, did your opinion change of her At the reunion, she didn't talk a whole lot.
1: Um, it didn't change a ton. I do think that we didn't get really anything about Anna Marie when she came on. She just came into that first dinner and she came in hot. All we know
2: about Anna Marie is she's an 8.5 and she knows about esophagus. That's
1: it. Well, she actually doesn't know about esophagus. She pretends to know about esophagus. She knows how to put you asleep. She knows how to, but. I think maybe if we had been given a little bit more information, like when Andy started talking about her mother passing away and she said, yeah, I never shared. I thought they weren't showing it. I thought she probably shared it on the show and they didn't show it. But when she said, no, I just compartmentalized it. But I think Anna Marie did a take accountability and apologizing to Sutton. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to alarm anyone but I liked Sutton this episode. I've loved Sutton. So I, she was cr- she's was she been cracking me up for weeks. Well, I liked Sutton this episode. I think she didn't take herself too seriously. She made jokes. But I think what I liked about her is she also seemed... She didn't talk much. Well, maybe that's why I liked her. But uh, either- Oh,
2: my God. No, but
1: I think I liked her because she seemed present. I think sometimes what makes it hard for me to watch her is like she she'll... She's not a part of the convert. Like she acts like she doesn't understand what's happening. She's very scattered. She's yeah. scattered a lot. But she was on point. And like when people would say something to her, she was able to accept it. She didn't name them, name them. She wasn't being sudden Storms Bedore. She was just being set. Um. um d- uh,
2: <laughs> do you believe that Crystal would introduce herself as, hi, I'm a housewife?
1: Uh, I'm sure if asked. I mean, this is what I do. Stand by when it comes to Anna Marie and Crystal's conversation. Crystal 100% is a different person off camera. She's more likable. She's more fun. I think she's very
2: likable on the show. I just feel like she sometimes um, I'd like to see her engage just a little bit more.
1: No, but like in if in real life, like when having nothing to do with the show before she was ever on the show, Mm -hmm. she was really fun. Yeah. And Jeez. now it seems like her sole mission is to make other people look like assholes. But do well, I think th-
2: welcome to Housewives? I mean, right, when Anne but Anna Marie's least- saying I won't yellow argue. I'm like, well, what show do you think you're on? Wrong place.
1: Yeah, but I don't think that Anna Marie necessarily- She's activated. I don't think Anna Marie's necessarily lied. And I do think that Crystal, I've seen it, is now very wrapped up in being on the show and talks about it when you're in a public setting mm-hmm. even though she's being asked but why don't you like crystal i do like crystal oh you do i like chris like as a human being as a friend of mine originally i loved crystal that's why i wanted to bring her on the Is show it because
2: she replaced you
1: no actually i think do you I talk that- with her do you guys speak no because i think we never really had that type of relationship. We were friends in a group. Like we would see each other oh, out in a group. Okay. If we saw each other out in a group, we would chat. But I think she doesn't like some of the things that I have said because I the problem when you're you're truly actually hung out with people before you film a television show and then you see them on a television show and they're not the same person.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's hard for me to reconcile that.
2: Well, I like to see an activated crystal and I would just want to see more of it.
1: Um, but they're both accusing each other of lying. I think they're both telling the truth in their own version. I, I think both things probably happened.
2: Yeah. Well, Crystal's uh- saying everyone has gotten very thin in the last two years and constantly comparing herself now. Crystal has been very open about eating disorder, and I would have to say that would be a little triggering. Yeah. When everybody's coming back and they're all, it out and I mean, it's happening on housewife shows across the world here and when you have like Jackie's been from New Jersey has been speaking out about it and I guess Kelly Osborne's out there saying how great Ozempic is and
1: yeah I mean I think it's not just happening in housewives it's happening across the world I think yeah. this is it's going to be a continued and
2: for somebody like me or you or somebody like You know, uh Jackie or Crystal that put the hard work in because they do have
1: eating disorders, it's gotta be so triggering for them. Yeah, I think I agree. Um, I also think this part is a little weird. There was a uh Anna Marie was on with Bryce Sanders and she was explaining why she has the issues with Crystal, which is a bunch of stuff that happened off camera, not the things they talked about at the reunion. She said that Crystal um came up to her after filming and was like sorry you know being not, like miss nicey and like saying like oh we just had to ha-, you know we just have to bring it when we come on the show i really don't like when people do that
2: i've seen that happen a million times to be honest with you um it's not always comfortable for every housewife to bring it on camera and then I think all that says is she's she's got a big heart because after you do it you're like oh god I feel so bad that I I went there but I had to go there and I I've done it myself like I've said like I'm sorry I'm trying to hurt
1: your feelings but had to go there well I mean she posted on her insta that crystal said she actually told her she lied for a storyline she told her she lied crystal told yes Anne-Marie posted that Crystal said she actually lied for a storyline. Oh, well, that's a different story. That's but, what I'm saying. Uh, so so that,
2: what, what is, what did she lie about?
1: She didn't say Crystal's name specifically. She said she insinuated it was her, but we all know it's her. But what would she lie about? Did she say? I think about her misrepresenting her profession and those kind of things. So I don't know. I don't like when things happen like that off camera as a viewer not I mean clearly it happens when you're a housewife yeah. but as a viewer and as somebody recapping it I'm like well then y'all should have gotten into that at the reunion let's hope we get there um Crystal didn't waste any time letting everybody know that her company is a hundred million dollars it's
2: worth a hundred million
1: worth a hundred oh, million If yeah. that's what I saw some no, girl.
2: I saw some stuff online people are saying it's not her business and things like that and I'm like People, I don't
1: know if it is or it isn't. If it's making a hundred million dollars, hot damn! A hundred million. You- I don't care if you get five percent. Listen, if it's a hundred million, I can assure you, y'all wouldn't be talking to me anymore. I'd be like, bye. Ah! Um, but the problem with this reunion, which is the same thing with the problem with this season, is we already saw most of this. Even yeah. the st- even the stuff they like dig into. It's like flashbacks of that we've seen scattered throughout the season. We got no new information on anything.
2: Mm -mm. It wasn't, I mean, it's a three-parter, so it's got to get better. It was very um, snoozy.
1: It was snoozy. Um, It also feels, I mean, luckily for Erica, she's not having to really be a part of it. But she's, you know, she just like cracking jokes. It's a much lighter Erica. Yeah, like- I think
2: Crystal was my most valuable player in the first episode. Who was yours?
1: Most valuable player? I mean, Sutton gave me the most enjoyment because oh. I, was, I was ready. She's right up there, too. Yeah, I was ready to be annoyed by her, but she didn't. I mean, she could annoy me episode two. I have no idea. But episode mm-hmm. one, she was likable. She took the joke. She apologized for things she did wrong. She kind of did all the things. Um, I think, I don't know. I just, uh, but it ends with (laughs) Andy wonders if Kyle and Dorit started to grow apart at last year's reunion. Dorit says all she ever wanted is for Kyle to be okay with Kathy. Then they pan to, you know, essentially Dorit trying to involve herself in the sisters, which we know is never a good idea. Um, I think when we talk about pandering to the audience, I think it'd be a pretty stiff competition on who panders more, the right side of the couch or the left side of the couch. (laughs) I think they're equal opportunists.
2: What do you Uh, think reunion was better? Was it Beverly Hills or Miami? Miami. Yeah. Miami's just so damn good.
1: Miami was so good, but it also had so, like- to me, the stuff with Dorit, with Garcelle and Crystal and education, all of that entire package, I couldn't use the word cringe. I would say uncomfortable. I didn't even I was like, this is like absolutely not. You should not be doing this. Learn from your mistakes. The stuff on on Miami was just cring- like there was stuff they were doing that was just. Oh, I can't let's funny, get into cringe, it. Funny, cringe, like, Ari- like <laughs> Adriana, hot friggin mess. All right. So we're going to take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk about Miami.
0: Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just arrived swim cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at Victoriassecret.com.
2: Do you want zero dollar delivery fees?
1: Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between. Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for DashPass today, only on DoorDash, and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member, subject to change. Terms apply. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time.
2: Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump.
1: But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long.
2: So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu.
1: Okay, so we are back to talk about Miami. I think moral of the story is we had to pick which was more fun to watch. It was Miami.
2: For sure. So it's not very often that they do, um, back-to-back reunions. So they are having Miami reunion back-to-back That's
1: I've never even heard of that before. It's because of bet it all on blonde. Bring it, bring it, Bra- Name it. Bring it. Name, name. Um, first and foremost, I really need to understand why the hell Marcus is at this reunion.
2: Jody's there too.
1: Joe there's they're they're panning to Jody watching the television screen Jody was
2: there too yes yes what so I'm assuming the guys are probably coming out later now I had heard about the Marcus comment from Marcus himself (laughs) when I was on the phone with him and Larsa and I was like oh god that's not gonna land well but the way it played out him like I didn't know he was I thought he was yelling it or something. I didn't know. Like
1: he was just joking. But do we know that this is definitely the comment or do you think there's more happening? No,
2: I think that's a comment. That's the only comment oh, okay. that I know of that I was told of. But basically he's saying like these girls keep talking about his dad. My dad wouldn't even let you in the house to wash dishes.
1: Well, he said these women wouldn't even be able to do the dishes in our house, let alone try to bring themselves into this conversation. Some people need to just stay in their lane. Um I I, truthfully, I didn't know that Marcus getting a mojito was on my bingo card. (laughs) Like, I was like, oh, you're in it. You're in this. You're you're like trying to rip that mojito out of Adriana's
2: list. They made it sound before this all came out that whatever he said, like the press got it, whatever he said was so bad that it's going to everybody's going to change their opinion about him. I didn't find it that bad.
1: Well, I found it. It's it's very elitist. It's very he, Nepo, he grew baby, up a billionaire. I think the problem is when it comes to Marcus saying something like this, you've continued throughout the entire season. Everybody saying we don't want to talk about Marcus's dad. We don't even want to call him by his name. Mm-hmm. But then the second he can say. Like. puff his my dad's Michael Jordan feathers, he did. Mm-hmm. And he did it in a way that kind of put down the other one.
2: They've been going after his dad all season and wanting to bring his dad into it all season. Long. They have
1: not been going after his dad They've going been going after, after
2: his... him about his dad.
1: They've been asking questions about how his dad feels about the, because
2: relationship. they saw a video on TMZ. So they've Correct. made his dad and he's probably sick of it. His dad probably doesn't want any part of it. Just like your dad didn't want any part of Beverly
1: Hills. I understand that. But then why bring the dad up the second that you get a chance? And then because why say the dad watches not. the television They show. brought
2: it up. They're the ones bringing it up. He's just responding to what they're bringing up. It's not like he's walking around with his chest puffed up saying, my dad's Michael Jordan. My dad's Michael Jordan. That's not what's happening. The girls brought him up and continued to bring him up. I mean, I know Andy even said he wanted to bring him up all the time. He's Michael f- Jordan.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, did you see Lisa's how excited her face was when she found out that Michael Jordan had watched some of the shows?
2: Yes. She's I like, mean, I think,
1: the show.
2: I know. So, so I mean, what, what's he, he should just go back and go, yeah, my dad
1: doesn't like us together. Okay. Is that going to, I think he, no, you? You actually talk? I think he could just say, it's obviously a really tricky situation. This is the dynamics. This is why it makes it hard, but I love her. My mom loves her. And you know what? My dad just wants me to be happy. Done." Give us I, some kind of. I think answer.
2: he did say something like that once on something. I can't remember what it was. But
1: like him and Larsa should come together with whatever it is that they're going to actually say. But continuing to say we don't want to. I personally about don't it.
2: give a shit if Michael Jordan likes Larsa or not.
1: I don't really care either. I, and you I know, don't what? know why it's
2: such a big deal?
1: Because there's th- what else are they going to talk about? Lenny. <sighs> I mean, but we can't talk about Lenny enough. Jeez. Well, n- no, what I don't ever want to hear the word again. Lenny. N- well, no, other than Lenny. What? Released. Released. When they were talking about having sex five times. So go- Lars and Marcus found a ring. They're looking to buy home together. Andy asked Larsa what her kids thought about saying she had sex five times a night. She says she's not going to talk about it anymore. But yeah. then Alexia and Gertie say no one believes it. Larsa says it's because they're dry. Then they all just start speculating, like maybe it's they're just like, like fooling around and it just goes in five different times. And then Andy goes, no, Marcus confirmed he releases five times a day. Oh, five times a day releases. And I'm like, releasing, please, for the actual love. Um, hmm. I mean, I pee five times a night, so I'm pretty much Larsa, but just with <laughs> peeing versus sex. Jesus. <laughs> um there's breaking news
2: rachel is suing tom and ariana for revenge porn
1: breaking news rachel is suing tom and ariana for revenge porn, eavesdropping an invasion of privacy i wonder i have a question because i've never filed a lawsuit how much does it cost to just file one not much that's not
2: the thing it's it, it just costs money to um, like if it goes to defend yourself, court. if it goes, yeah, it'll cost money to defend yourself. You know, you have to, anytime you hire an attorney, it's a 500 to a thousand dollars an hour just to just talk to them. So that oh adds my up.
1: God. Well, that this was up. reported by deadline, which means like, that's not even like page six. That's like the real freaking deal. Um, deadline? Guess, deadline. Never heard of that. Deadline news? Uh-uh. Heard of dateline. Oh, <laughs> hold on. Am
2: I saying the wrong one?
1: Ah. <laughs> uh- gosh it's it's yeah no it is like the biggest entertainment news is it deadline yeah it's deadline i've never heard of that um but either way i will get into this on popping off um with emily make sure you guys tune in because apparently this is going to be all the rage because we got to get back to larsa and kiki uh larsa says kiki was a horrible friend in her confessionals kiki says larsa upset her because she called her 50 and she needs to grow up how old is Larsa? 50.
2: So wh- I don't get it. She's either 49 or 50. I can't remember.
1: I, I don't get, like, would you be upset if I said you were in your 50s? You are.
2: Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> if you said I need to grow up, I'd be like, you're probably right. I do.
1: <laughs> but I don't <laughs> want to
2: grow up. Sorry. Sorry. It ain't happening. I'm in kids. denial. I'm in denial.
1: Um it works in me. Mean- Gertie says everything with Larsa comes with a consequence. Larsa thinks her friends need to be happy for her. Kiki says she can't throw away her friends when she meets a new man. This part was a little bit, I see both points. Larsa wants to spend time with her boyfriend, but she did say in her confessional, well, I'm with my boyfriend now, so I don't need, you know, something like that. Yeah,
2: but I think sometimes Larsa's, her delivery is not the best. But I mean, it's natural for when you start dating somebody that you mm-hmm. spend a lot of time with them and the things you used to do that you find joy in like going to bars and hanging out with girlfriends. You just don't do,
1: it doesn't mean you do you drop your
2: friends, but you're, you know, things shift.
1: But I can say this also, if I had a friend that was single, I would invite them to dinner with me and Edwin if we were going out to dinner one night. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, I don't need, sure. if you're single, it's not like, Oh, we can only hang out with couples. Like sure, like, If you want to be a third wheel, come on. Well, I'm about to be a third wheel. I I go to La Quinta with Slate and I stay with the Duffins and I will go to dinner with, you know, Nicole you and go. her husband and it'll be the three of us. And guess what, guys? We're not having sex. We're just my husband ain't there. So I will go to that dinner probably at 530. Um. Marisol says she was not surprised that Julia called her a pot because Adriana was in her ear. Adriana says that there's a cyber bully in this group and pulls out DMs.
2: Okay. This is something I cannot stand, cannot stand. Well, somebody was in your ear. I was mean to you because somebody was in my ear. I can't stand to be accused of that. I didn't like so-and-so because, because she told me not to, I don't live my life like that. I don't think any grown-ass woman should or does.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, Alexia says Adriana spreads rumors and Adriana says, we'll get to you later, Barbie. Um, yeah. And then Andy asks Marisol if she uses a PI and Adriana says she uses her cousin instead. Um, Nicole says, Julia speaks the truth while Marisol takes random facts with no proof, stands on it like the Holy Grail and then doesn't take accountability for it. Uh,
2: all did, you, this conf- did you feel like uh, Marisol was off a little bit
1: this way I, I mean she didn't bother me i just felt like she wasn't in the mix very much she just kind of had a look on
2: her face and i know that she had said at one point i don't think i like my dress and i know sometimes when you go out you don't really feel comfortable in your skin or what you're wearing you kind of like you kind of have this for me i always feel yeah. like you know i just don't want to be here i'm just wondering because that's I, her body language and stuff to me was a little off
1: yeah, I feel like she felt a lot. Well, I think we start to see in like the upcoming trailer. I think there is a little bit of a rift between her and Alexia. Or Maybe Or maybe because she was last seat. Maybe. And Kiki she, was not in the last seat. Kiki was not. Um, but also, I think I, I, I guess I sympathized with Marisol sometimes because normally I've always been seeing what Adriana is doing, but she drove me absolutely nuts. This Adriana nuts,
2: but she she's been driving me nuts for two years. How, how long have they been back?
1: But I finally come around to just I every time she stands up or <sighs> does something like even Andy's face when she handed him the piece of paper, he's like, Ugh. like, stop.
2: What, like, what, I, what did Marisol say? Get her off this show. I am so like embarrassed. That. I'm
1: on the show. With I'm this so person. embarrassed. I'm on the show. It's like, oh, God, the props.
2: I think uh, they're looking for another liver note. It's like, oh, go just sit stop, down, be quiet. Stop, stop. I stop. would not mind if they got rid of her.
1: Yeah, I I don't know that she's adding much at this. She's point. a try
2: hard. I feel like she tries so hard.
1: Well, I don't even mind a try hard. I do mind I do. a try hard when it never delivers.
2: Well, that's a try hard. Somebody that does deliver. They're just doing their job. This is a try hard.
1: But also I wanted to feel like even when she apologizes to Nicole, but she doesn't even do that well. Like she should have it should have been that should have been the moment where she's like gives the confession. Like, yeah, I brought her in to bring up shit about you, Alexia, because I think you're blah blah. She didn't. Like she just did it like Nicole But being
2: Alexia. a bitch is not part of the show. I'm being like a- when Alexia said that to her, I'm like, well, it kind of is, just a little bit. It yeah. is. Um well, I do it love
1: as well. How often Alexia says I pour favor. I'm like, get it for the pod. I
2: pour favor. Do you <laughs> think Marisol would DM fan accounts to stir up shit?
1: I think she probably responds to fan accounts. Yeah. I think every I think the majority of people
2: Housewives, have a couple
1: yeah. fan accounts that they like the people and they will respond. Mm-hmm. I do not not sure it's to stir it up or if it's just like, oh yeah, I totally agree with you, or blah blah blah.
2: I mean, everyone on this cast and every cast are shit stirrers at times. Yeah,
1: it is what it is. Um then uh, we get into Alexia saying that Todd had conflicts with her invading Adriana to Nuvos Horizontos party. I mean, it just goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, then after New York, Adriana said Alexia made transphobic comments. Alexia says she's lying and it was about Frankie pulling out papers. Um, Adriana reads a poem she wrote for Alexia about being a star. Uh, I can't. What was that? I just. Oh, my God. Roses are red violets are blue you're doing too much i cannot with you
2: oh god just seriously i mean what did you think about lisa and nicole getting up to
1: pee in the middle of alexia's package i think they were just freaking i mean nicole she's pregnant um i would i don't know i wanted to get up and pee too during that (laughs) um then larsa says she doesn't like that alexia says she's the only one that works hard alexia says she is the only one who doesn't lie and larsa says she's never lied why does why does she always have to say she's never lied i i listen i I said that one time and i regret it to this day (sighs) can you not yawn at me andy jr at dorit very tired it's a very tiring day already and as somebody who made the mistake of saying, you know, they don't lie. Alexia, you're in danger, girl, because those editors are going to find a way to use it. Mm-hmm. The never lied. Um, then we get into Nicole telling Alexia about how Larsa called her after a fight with Lisa saying she doesn't have her back. She's going to call the press. Larsa says there were girls at the wedding doing things like drugs. What? Mm-hmm. What? Why? Mm hmm. Nicole says Alexia told her a story about how Larsa called her after a fight with Lisa, saying if she doesn't have her back, she's going to call the press. Larsa says there were girls at the wedding doing things, a.k.a. drugs, but she never said that she would go to the press. She was just dangling it. I mean, I, well, the thing that Larsa does keep continuing to doing is saying is, you know, if you didn't like that, you should have just called me, which means a lot of this stuff is happening off camera. Mm-hmm. And that's not ideal for the show because that's why then people end up do looking like liars because their conversations were not seen. Then they break for lunch. Uh, Larsa tells Alexia that she's never threatened to go to the press. Alexia says she didn't say that. She said that she was trying to prove she was a good friend. Uh, Then Larsa says the story got switched around insinuating she holds going over the press over people's heads. But I do love Alexia just casually walking into Larsa's dressing room Telling Marcus, he better say hi to her. That <laughs> was so checking awkward. herself out in the mirror and then, looking and then at, starting a fight.
2: And then looking at Lars, I go, you, you really, after they were fighting out on stage, you should really take the cape off. It looks, that's really pretty. Uh, it's just, and it by felt- the way, I think that, um, Nicole should have kept the gloves on. I like, I them. didn't notice the gloves either way. She got on. Somebody told her, don't wear the gloves. She had the long sheer gloves with, the. Oh. I thought it looked really pretty. And then she took them off. I wonder who told her. Who was it? Alexia. Was it another housewife? Yeah. Gertie. Oh, Gertie. Gertie. That's right. Gertie told her to take the gloves off. And I'm like,
1: I would have left them on. Mm. Well, <sighs> take a little break. We'll come back for part two.
0: Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just arrived swim cover ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection. In on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives swim collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com.
2: Do you want
1: $0 delivery fees? Try DashPass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, DashPass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for DashPass today, only on DoorDash, and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member subject to change. Terms apply. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time.
2: Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump.
1: But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long.
2: So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu.
1: All right, we are back to recap Reunion Part 2 of Real Housewives Miami. And as we were taking our break, Bravo just announced that Dubai premieres June 2nd with a teaser trailer. So make sure to tune into that. Um, But as we get into part two of the reunion, Larsa and Alexia continue to argue back and forth. Alexia says all Larsa did at her wedding was fight with Lisa. Larsa says Alexia came to her charity event to show off a lavish lifestyle. Alexia says it was her birthday and Todd gave her a present. Would you be pissed off if your friend's husband gave you a present at your charity event?
2: I mean, if she's making it a big deal and going on and on, I don't remember that.
1: You don't think it feels like the friend I mean, who gets like, engaged at your wedding and then goes, I mean, well, it was October I mean, it, 15th. It's
2: not ideal, but it was her actual birthday that day. And maybe he wanted to give her something on camera and they didn't have a birthday party for her to do it at. I don't know. But I, it didn't bother you. It's, it doesn't bother me. It's just a little strange.
1: Then we get into our favorite topic, Lenny, the Linster. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa says her divorce is significantly worse. Lenny is suing her and then goes to the press. Um, Lenny also called the police on her mother and aunt to Wait, kick Is them he out.
2: really suing her or is this just like,
0: I don't know, but why would Lenny call custody the police stuff. on her?
2: Is this just divorce stuff or is he actually filing a lawsuit against her?
1: I don't know. I do not know. But the fact that I he... haven't
2: seen anything because those lawsuits, whenever you file them, they're public
1: for the I most part. But h- him calling the police on her mom and aunt to kick them out of the house and then sent over his new woman in lingerie. That's just gross. That give me the yeah, the yeah. ick, ick, ick. And then Lisa says she felt ambushed and interrogated by the women. Lisa says she's fighting the battle for life. Kiki says this is a battle of money, and then that's where you start to actually really see Lisa break down, and she's like, this is actually about my kids. Um, Gertie says Lisa was insufferable the whole season. Lisa gets very emotional. Are you able to see Lisa's side in this argument? Yeah. I mean, Lisa's not in a good
2: headspace and everything's going to be exaggerated in her mind and upset her. I, I, I went through a custody battle the year I went to um, Bali, I think it was. And it was like the worst season of my life. So I think you take everything personal when you're being attacked by your ex-husband and, you know, things are going on in your life. So, I mean, yeah, I get it.
1: I, I, I mean, as tough as she was to watch this season at parts, I do feel like they're diminishing her pain in this moment. Like, I do think she's in pain. Yeah.
2: Oh, for sure. She's in pain.
1: Her whole life is falling apart. Um, and then Marisol says Adriana knows that Mother's Day is hard for her because her mother died on Mother's Day. So bringing Anna was cruel. Marisol gets emotional and says she was so excited to go to the party because Nicole were moving forward. Adriana says they were crocodile tears. Then Adriana takes out yet another prop and hands mm-hmm. Nicole a rose. And And the
2: fact that she had to unwrap it before she handed it to her was like, we have to wait for this stupidity.
1: I wish Adriana would have left her props with Monica's burn book because I don't want to see any of them.
2: Well, one person didn't have too many props this year is Marisol. I know she didn't even have a cocky. Maybe that's why she seemed a little down. Well, she had she had one at the reunion, though, a little bedazzled cocky cup.
1: I barely saw it. She had it hidden. She had it. Oh, yeah, because Alexia took a sip of it. Yep. Um, then Nicole will not, they talk about Nicole, not planning on walking down the aisle says anytime soon, they're in such a good place. Why rock the boat by bringing up, signing a prenup prenups can cause major fights. If you don't get married, then you don't have to sign the prenup. Then you're in a better situation when you get a divorce. I mean, when you break up, if you were to break up,
2: when do you think they'll start filming again? Because she, Nicole says that her baby is due the 23rd and she's having a baby girl I'm wondering. I I want I want coverage of that. I love seeing weddings and babies being born.
1: Oh, do you have a you have a heart, Tam? A little bit. How big?
2: This big, a micro heart,
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is better than a micro penis. I mean, if you had a micro penis and a micro heart, we'd have more issues, Tam. True. Um, then we get into the Gertie conversation, which uh, we're having Gertie on the pod coming up. So I'll talk to her about more of the cancer conversation um, because I do think there's a lot to be learned and spoken about here. And I don't want to brush over it in this recap. What we can talk about today is what was happening between Larsa and Gertie, which Tam, I feel like I'm having to lead the train every time talking about Larsa, but in this moment she did Larsa did. up
2: Well, Larsa's my Kyle. So, I know. You know she's my Kyle. So I'd rather not you guys gonna be talking any mad shit about my girl. Then I'm oh. not going to, I'm not going to engage.
1: You're making me freaking do. I get some of- shit. I
2: get some shit about it too.
1: I know. I actually, I love it. That should be our thing. I know. Lars is my Kyle. L- Lars is my Kyle. Listen guys, we can't, the twats can't help it. We are
2: biased. We are. Bi- it's only natural sometimes. You know? It's
1: only natural, but at least we push at each other. Even if mm-hmm. the other person won't ever give, I'm, I'm, Tam does it to me towards Kyle and I do it towards her towards Larsa. But I want to point out, I don't have a problem with Larsa, and Tamara doesn't have a problem with Kyle. We're just doing our job. Yeah, exactly. Brutal. It's brutal when it's one person over and over again. But Larsa says she doesn't remember half the conversation she had with Gertie because they were arguing about Gertie calling her fake. This is uh, the this the moral of this story is that scene was terrible, however it played out. Um and, uh, but why can't Larsa just say, I'm sorry. Right. I don't get it. I would have been upset if I told you that I had cancer and you said, how do you know?
2: I, well, I, Are I, you I, sure? I, I cannot even back Larsa up with that one. Okay. Like <laughs> see, ha- this is the difference between you and me. I can say Larsa, that wasn't the right thing to say. It was like, in the way that she said, I it, it was like, I think she was t- totally obviously taken off guard. Well, how do you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, clearly they aren't friends, um, but it definitely, Woo! it's gonna it's gonna keep going from here and we will get to episode three and let's just hope that there's some apologies, but seeing what I've been seeing on social media, I don't really think there is gonna be much apologies. But why is there so much kissing on the reunion count? And did it happen in this episode where Larsa says Julia likes- uh, black penis. Was that uh, episode? Yeah, that, that happened too. Oh, no, or no. that coming just, up? Not yet, not yet. Not yet. That just, a, was just in the previous. Coming up. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to what Julia's response to that is. But, and yeah. I knew that too. You I had did? a
2: conversation about, about that with Larson in, um, Scotland. Of course but, you did. Yes. yes. An off-camera conversation. Off-camera conversation. Oh, okay. that I never divulge any of my information. Except on Two Teas in a Pod, we're <laughs> recapping. The Unless it's a text message from a Trace Amiga.
1: <laughs> Unless it's something about timing for me. Yeah. And then lying <laughs> on the time. Or dogs. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Two Teas in a Pod. We will be back on Monday.